2: Everybody and welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast March Madness edition. I'm Adam Mato, you Oh, there you go, little air horns, man. Kale, bringing the flames, bringing the fire. Uh, we're going to be filling out our March Madness bracket uh, today. And exciting news: some of us haven't watched college basketball all year. <laughs> Others of us have obsessively watched it all day,
1: every single day. We won't tell you who's who though. You'll it's, have to just make. It's going to be so up. tough to figure out who of us. <laughs> Has not watched much college basketball this, at all.
2: This is the beauty of a one-and-done tournament. The beauty of March Madness is... It's not like the, the geniuses win every year in the March Madness pool. You know what? Sometimes I win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to help me fill it out from DNVR Rams, I've got Justin Michael.
3: How's it going, guys? Excited to get into it with you.
2: I didn't see the Rams in the on the bracket, though.
3: Yeah, this season was... Uh, Tough, I guess that's how we'll, we'll phrase it. Right. But uh, ironically, when they were at full strength, they had a win over St. Mary's, which was the best win in the league this year. Well, there you go. Take that, St. Mary's. Uh, joining me from DMVR Nuggets at
1: Superstar Dev. Um, I just love college basketball, college basketball is better than the NBA. That's why you watch it so that's much. That's why I watch <laughs> it so much. <laughs> Again, not gonna tell you which of us <laughs> haven't been watching all year. And then
2: over on the end, covering for, uh, the basketball team for DMVR Buffs, it's Will Darkey.
0: Yeah, just I'm also super excited to be here. I see Justin's got the St. Peter's shirt on, and yeah. I feel like that's the perfect way to describe March Madness. No one knew they were going to be good last year, <laughs> and they made the Elite Eight. So, like, let's try to say some things and then probably be wrong in a couple weeks.
2: My favorite part about the bracket is you fill something out, and you'll have, like, a seven seed, you know, in your final four. And people be like, you idiot, are you kidding me? And then, of course, there always is, you know, if you just pick the favorites, of course, you're going to be crazy. But the way we're going to do this is we each have a bracket. So we're each filled out one quadrant of of the bracket. And um, we're going to be the expert on that. And everybody else will kind of chime in. But before we do, we've partnered up here at DNVR with Run Your Poll. Do you have the graphic for this? we have a really cool competition going on so everybody fills out brackets for a lot of different places some people make you (coughs) pay money we're actually if you just use the scan on the lower third down there you just scan it with your phone uh it'll take you to our bracket where you're entered to win a whole host of prizes including gear from dnvr cash prizes and a bunch of other stuff but more importantly you get to beat us or lose to us in the pool there so it should be fun fill that out and right now as we go through this super uh, super producer kale is going to be filling out his own bracket based solely on the recommendations
1: oh. that we give him <laughs> what power here that if he wins it's really like we won yeah i'm i'm going to actually count that as a win for myself um <laughs> but if you on lose, these with- on these brackets that everybody's involved in people are like take it personal they're like i was so much better than adam aras that's right i was so much smarter than him I should have a show.
2: <laughs> I love when people
1: do that. <laughs> one, uh, I could do my own show here, guys. All right, we're going to
2: start out in the east, which is my uh, quadrant, and we're going to start with number one Purdue versus number sixteen Southern Texas. Purdue, they've got a seven foot four big man. Every year, there's one monster that's in the tournament. This is Purdue is the team that has the monster, seven foot four Zach Eddy uh, or Edie. Mason Gillis is a, a three point shooter on their team who had a game with nine threes in a game. He also had no other games with more than three threes, so I guess we can call that a streaky shooter. But I always like to note when you have a big game shooter there, they've been upset in their last two tournament appearances, including as a 13.5-point favorite and a 7.5-point favorite, so is it crazy that they would get upset right out of the gate? I don't know. Um, super slow-paced team, which always lends itself to being upset. My scouting report on Southern Texas is I don't know anything about them, but they're a 16 seed, so I am taking Purdue and the <laughs> one sixteen matchup. So bold.
0: I I respect it. I mean, Zach Eadie is going to be the player of the year, so it's kind of tough to at least not advance and pass Texas Southern.
2: There, there you go. So number one, we're off to a good start. Next wrap matchup, we have number eight Memphis versus number nine Florida uh, Atlantic. Memphis, super athletic. They've got Kendrick Davis, scores 23 points per game, one of the best scorers in all of college, maybe one of the best scorers here. I always like when you have, like, the tournament, so much can be about one guy getting hot and then, you know, you go on an upset run. They have a guy very much capable of that. They have a guy, DeAndre Williams, who's 26 years old.
3: That's, I mean, that's the thing with Memphis. It's literally grown men out there <laughs> playing under Penny Hardaway. They kind of have some fuck you to the way yeah. that they play. Like, this is a, a slightly tough matchup against FAU, a, a team that won a lot of games this year. But, I mean, when you when you look at the level of talent and experience that Memphis brings to the table... I mean, I think they should like where they're at, especially going into that 8-1. We'll talk about that later.
2: 26 years old is for the tournament? (laughs) I'm 27, and
0: I've been out of school (laughs) for quite a while. I mean, wait, how how old is Jamal Murray?
2: Yeah, he's like tw- yeah. he's twenty five. I think that's yeah. what I was going to say.
1: You just go into the NBA and, and guys that they have there. Um, that's not a rookie or a sophomore. Like they yeah. can't even play in the Rising Stars game. These are grown ups <laughs> no. um, going against these guys. Um, so like that just has to lend um, into uh, advantage for sure.
2: Florida Atlantic's Conference USA champs. They were in the top twenty five at one point this year, which is the first time in their team's history. So you get sort of a greatest team of a school's history. Very balanced. Leading scorer comes off of the bench that's how balanced they are which is kind of wild they have five of their six uh key guys of all are all returning so this is a team that has been there done that lots of three-point shooting great passing i look at that these notes and i go man florida atlantic on paper has all the markings of a team that should upset you experience three-point shooting great passing i'm sorry guys i'm suckered in i'm taking them florida atlantic is the upset i like it
3: Having fun. It's, what it's, it's the 8-9. It's what it's all about. It's and honestly, every, every person that I've heard break down this matchup so far with Memphis, they've talked about it. They're like, I think FAU would be trickier for them than Purdue if they were to advance.
2: Mm, interesting. How crazy is that of a take for you?
0: I don't think it's crazy at all. I really like Memphis, especially because of how they just kind of handled Houston yesterday in the American Mm -hmm. Championship. But FAU, I think they should be higher than a 9. I think they should be like at least a 6 or a 7 seed. They totally got underseeded just because of the name, Florida Atlantic. Right. And so this is is easily my favorite matchup of the first round. Really? Yeah. The entire thing? Yeah. I think it's just going to be like to the wire for the full 40 minutes. I think it's going to be so fun. Moving on to Duke, number five Duke versus
2: number 12 Oral Roberts. Duke has size, rebounding, offensive rebounding in particular, defense and shot blocking. But they're young and, and experienced, including their coach, John Shire, former Duke-Dukie. Um, they're 16-0 at home, seven and eight away. And they have that seven-foot freshman, Kyle Flapowski, who is kind of a, a monster inside. So interior... Young, super, super young team, both from coaching and players. Oral Roberts, on the other hand, they have three-point shooting, second-most threes in NCAA. They also have experience. Some of the guys that were in that Oral Roberts run from a couple years back, still on the team. Uh, Fast-paced offense, not very good defense or rebounding. And Max Abmus, flamethrower, 2,500 career points. He was on the team back there. So you get an
3: experienced
2: tiny school, and you get an inexperienced one of the main schools, Classic matchup, 5-12.
3: Probably another instance of a team being a little bit under with Duke. I was surprised they were a five-seed, thought they were more like the three range. So a brutal draw, honestly, for Oral Roberts, who was a team that did not lose once in Summit League play or the Summit League tournament. You mentioned Max Azemus. He's a free uh, flamethrower. They got Connor Van Over transferred in from Arkansas. I just it feels like
0: a tough draw for a really fun
3: Oral Roberts team. Give me the
0: Pick for why this should be an upset. Well, why this should be an upset is before the bracket was released, I was like, all right, I'm putting Duke far no matter what, and I'm putting Oral Roberts far no matter what. And then they got put together, and so now it's <laughs> this. Crap. I don't even know what to do. I look at that matchup, and I'm so conflicted because Duke, I just really like the way all the young guys have gelled together down the stretch. Um, they do have an experience, but this this feels like the most put-together um, group of young guys that Duke's had it in at least a couple years. But with Oral Roberts, you saw Max Azmus do it two years ago when they were a 15 seed. They went to the Sweet 16. They're much better now, I would say. I think they're more well rounded, and that's why they got a 12 seed. But I right. think, yeah, I think the one reason is the shooting. They can outshoot Duke in a game.
2: All right, that's it. I'm sold. I'm taking it. Oral Roberts, number 12. That's our 5-12 upset. Man, we're getting spicy already. Number four, Tennessee versus 13, Louisiana. Tennessee, aggressive defense. They force an enormous amount of turnovers. Probably the best defense in college basketball. Um, Inconsistent three-point shooting, and their point guard, uh, how do I say his name? Zakai Ziegler is out, got injured late in the season, so they're missing a key guy. Um, They did beat number one overall Alabama earlier in the year. So they have that under their belt. Louisiana on the other hand has low post scoring and offensive rebounding, a very good coach and a great low post scorer in Jordan Brown. So this one's a little bit of a tough. I I hate the fact I hate teams that not just lost their, uh, a key player, but a point guard in particular going into the tournament. To me, this has major upset
0: potential. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, uh, Louisiana, I, I was higher on other teams in the Sunbelt, but then watching Louisiana in the Sunbelt tournament, uh, I really liked what I saw. They've got a guard in Jordan Brown who could take over a game. He's kind of got that that same uh, thing you're talking about with Kendrick Davis on Memphis where he could single-handedly lead them to a win. And yeah, Zakai Ziegler is just a huge loss. He's not only a, He wasn't only like a great facilitator for the team, but Tennessee can struggle to score, and he was one of their main offensive outputs so i could just i could kind of see their offense getting cold and, and upset happening
2: i'm doing it i'm taking louisiana my bracket is gonna be so drunk <laughs> already i've only got the one seed winning as the favorite so far number six kentucky number 11 providence kentucky offensive rebound three-point shooting versatility um they got a thick boy inside to Sheboy. she boy a tough one um Providence, on the other hand, offensive rebounding, offensive efficiency, not necessarily great defensively, which makes me a little worried. Let's. I've gone crazy enough. Let's take Kentucky on this one.
3: I. It's funny. I I had upsets where you would go the opposite way, and I had like Duke going to the final four. But there you go. <laughs> you know
2: what? We have to keep it moving. Number three, yeah. Kansas State versus number 14, Montana State. Kansas State forces turnovers. Overall defense is very good, and they get to the foul line. They're a little bit undersized, and they're turnover-prone on offense. That's a very, very dangerous combination. Their point guard, super shifty New York-style point guard. Um but they lose the three point battle. I always hate when good teams lose the three point battle. That's how you get upset in the tournament. Some team gets hot. Uh, on the other hand, though, is Montana State. I don't think they're going to get it done. I.
0: It's it's a good story. I love seeing little teams just get to make to the tournament, but the biggest guy never does anything.
1: There you go. Yeah, th- they play against teams like uh, northern Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough to <laughs> go in there and, and have those type of uh have success, um, in the March Madness.
2: Well, there you go. I'm gonna take Kansas State. We get to Michigan State, very efficient offense, three point shooting, and they have great guard play. A two man guard, uh backcourt, Tyson Walker, Joey Hauser. They're not a good rebounding team and they're kind of small. Um did I miss who Michigan State is going up against? Oh, it's USC. USC against yeah. USC. Here's the thing. I I'm just I'm a big Michigan State believer, especially when you get the guard play. I think guard play obviously makes a big deal. You got the coaching, you got the pedigree, um and you got two good guards, so I'm going to go with Michigan State on this one. And then Marquette versus Vermont, I'm just going
3: to make it easy and go Marquette.
2: Passing, good point guard play.
3: UVM really high powered offense. You're talking about a team that could get hot and like potentially beat them, but this Marquette team is—I mean, they're potentially you know a national championship contender. That would be a massive upset. I like, think you're spot on.
2: All right, there we go. So Kale, what do we have as our next matchup here? Ooh, uh, do you have the, the tournament pulled up? Are you yeah, filling it out? Right so, Purdue, Florida Atlantic. This is taking longer than I thought. We're gonna have to like fly through these. Purdue and Florida Atlantic. Let's go with Purdue. As much as I want to, pit, uh, Purdue's like my least favorite team to go on. I don't want to keep going here, but I already predict one one upset there. Uh, we got Oral Robertson. And and, man, this is my, my great 12 versus uh, uh, 13 here. I like it. Um, aggressive defense. Great three-point defense, but streaky shooting against the experience of Oral Roberts. You know what? Cinderella story. Let's do it. Oral Roberts, they're back. We're going for it. Give me the <laughs> win there. What's our next one? Kentucky Kansas State. Oof. Battle of the Wildcats. Yeah, Battle of the Wildcats. Kentucky starts slow, coming on strong. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with Kansas State. Overall defense and forcing turnovers, I like it. Um, And then shifty New York point guard. That just sounds like a tournament run. Sounds like Kemba Walker run here. We'll go with it. And then what do we have? Michigan State, Marquette. Let's go with Michigan State. I'm going to ride them. I know Marquette is probably the pick here, but uh, man, this bracket is going to be so out of whack. I got so many crazy picks in here. Um, okay, go for the next one. Uh, Purdue, Oral Roberts. God dang it, I'm really gonna take Purdue. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I gave them the easiest possible route. Take Purdue. I can't keep going with Oral Roberts. Uh, all right, you've got Kansas State, Michigan State. Uh let's go with Kansas State. And then Purdue, Kansas State. Um, gosh dang it. You know what? Let's go with Kansas State. I can't give I was waiting for a chance to take Purdue to get beat it'll be heading into the Final Four.
0: No, Kansas State's a great story, too. They got uh, Keontae Johnson, who collapsed on the court two years ago at Florida. Didn't think he was going to play basketball again, and he transfers out of the SEC to Kansas State. And you didn't really know what he was going to be. thought maybe like a role player, but he comes in, and he's playing like Big 12 first team level. And so he could be a guy that really just creates a good story if they make a run like you have them doing.
2: A scale of 1 to 10, how crazy is it to see Kansas State in the Final Four?
0: If not were, that crazy. Not that crazy. They were picked to finish last in the Big 12, so it would have been crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, no, like at the beginning of the season they were, but they already like defied the odds and they finished like third. I love it. I think so they've already proved people wrong once, who's to say they can't do it again?
2: All right, let's take a quick break on the other side. We're going to get to Will Darkey's predictions in his bracket the Midwest.
0: This
3: episode of the DNVR Sports Podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. This March, donate by drinking. It's easy as that. Illegal Pete's is teaming up with Tito's and Denver's Youth on Record program to raise money. For future musicians of Colorado, Youth on Record provides underprivileged children in the Denver community with music-based strengths and skills that give them the platform they need to accomplish their dreams. For For the entire month of March, Illegal Pete's will be donating $1 to Youth on Record for every vodka fresh press sold. Stop by one of Illegal Pete's 10 Colorado locations. Order a Tito's Fresh Press. Know Your Money is going to support Colorado's big next star. Illegal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Shout out Illegal Pete's. I actually just got a sweet Illegal Pete's shirt. Also want to shout out the homies over at Manscaped, though. Manscaped, excuse me, trying to pull that up there. Can't see through here. Live radio. (laughs) This is a public (laughs) service announcement. Manscaped has the beard products going even further. With the Weed Whacker 2.0, go ahead and tell the world, the leader in the the below-the-waist grooming is traveling north of the South Pole with the revolutionary grooming products. The Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools for hygiene. Check it out. Make sure you use the code DNVRBETS for 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, Manscaped is the best. I love all their products. The ball deodorant is life-changing. Out in Vegas, you're walking a bunch of miles. Loved it last week. Again, go to Manscaped.com, use that code DNVRBETS for 20% off. That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com with that code DNVRBETS. All righty, Will, walk us through the Midwest.
0: Yeah, so the Midwest, I think the big thing to know is there's injuries just kind of riddled all throughout the top seeds, which can cause some upsets. So the first one, you look at Houston, Northern Kentucky, it's a 116. I've been really high on Houston all year, so I'm going to pick Houston over Northern Kentucky. But the one thing to watch is Marcus Sasser, their star guard, American Player of the Year, should be a first rounder in the NBA. He uh, went down with a groin injury in the semi, so oh yikes! He's kind of day to day. It's you don't really know what you're going to get, but they they'll beat Northern Kentucky, Iowa, Auburn. Just all the eight nines this year, I feel like are incredible and just a total coin toss. And so I'm trying to look for just something. And the thing with Iowa-Auburn is the location of this game. This game is in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. So it is a short trip up the road for Auburn fans. Iowa, incredible offensive team, but their defense is just so bad. And so the way that I could kind of see this game playing out is Iowa maybe has a couple turnovers here and there. Auburn capitalizes on those because they're a scrappy, just tough defensive team and this semi home crowd that they will probably have Mm. will turn it into not as much of a neutral site game, so that's the way I'm leaning on the 8-9. Okay. Miami Drake. uh, Oh no. I Miami, I I really liked Miami. I like their, they've got senior guards that can, they brought them on a run last year in March and they have Norchad O'Meara, who's this really good big man, but he also went down with an injury in the semis of the ACC tournament. Oh, wow. So that's kind of up in the air, and it they're, they're staying very close to themselves about what his actual injury is, which makes it tough to make this pick. So I'm going to keep monitoring it throughout the week. I side with Miami, but just barely right now because I, I think with it being March, uh, Norchad O'Meara plays, and I think they're just that matchup is a little too much for drake but if he doesn't play then i really like drake they've got tucker devries who is the coach's son he probably could have went elsewhere but he decided to go and play with his dad and he is mount or missouri valley player of the year and just he can kind of shoot the lights out and keep them in the game
2: does it influence you at all to know that super producer kale went to drake and would love if you pick drake Heck, yeah, let's go Drake. Let's go! We're going Drake! <laughs> it sounded close enough that I thought no, I could persuade it, you. It's,
0: I think if you look at the line right now, I think there are only two and a half point underdogs as okay. a 12-5. Yeah. So it's super close already. I like and it. And I loved what I saw from Drake in the Missouri Valley Tournament. Okay. And I'm actually going to have another 12-13 matchup in the second round. Oh, let's go. Kent State is taking down Indiana. What? Indiana has they've like shown things here and there they've got Trace Jackson Davis who's just an elite big man and then Jalen Hood Shafino who this freshman I think he was a five star maybe four star out of high school who's really coming to his own but it's just the two of them and sometimes they don't show up and I just I question like the heart of Indiana sometimes I just it feels like they they get lost out there a bit and if Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood Shafino aren't scoring not much else is happening and i just i love this kent state team they they played really closely against houston who's the one seed in this region they also played closely against st mary's earlier in the year when they've played tough competition they've played them well and they just took down toledo in the mac championship when toledo was on a 17 game win streak so they uh they already were like a little bit of a giant killer and i think they could even do it to indiana here so i'm gonna go kent state with the upset there
2: Okay, I love it. I love these upsets. Twelve thirteen. Yeah,
0: and then Iowa State they get the play in of Mississippi State and Pitt. So just quick for Mississippi State and Pitt, it's two opposites. Pitt is just super offensive. They can catch fire and shoot the lights out of the gym. Mississippi State is purely defensive. They they want to just get into this low score scoring ah, low scoring slugfest. I think I side with Pitt just getting hot. I like. I like the senior guard play there, so I'll put them through, and then I'll put them through against Iowa State too, because there's always wow. a, there's a play in that always then makes it to the round of 32. It's I don't know the specific stat, but it's only missed like once ever since they started the play in. I think
2: Will's bracket's crazier than mine already. I love this. <laughs> He's got 11, 12, and 13. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Yeah, and well, Iowa State. Another one with Iowa State. They had a guard, Caleb Grill, who was on the team, and then just he got dismissed, like
3: really weirdly.
0: Yeah. Just out of nowhere, it was like a random Monday or Tuesday. He just got dismissed from the team for like <laughs> violations. Wow! And so they've like kind of actually found some footing without him. But I still question volatile. They they kind of are the same style of Mississippi State, just a little better, but like low scoring, really defensive. And I'll Kay. just I'll take Pitt to outshoot Iowa State. Kay. Xavier Kennesaw State, Kennesaw State, great story. They were like one in twenty eight, I want to say, two years ago, and so just a real turnaround for that program. First ever march madness birth but xavier i just think they're too much for them um
2: where the heck is kennesaw state
0: Ooh, georgia yeah
1: if i had
2: to guess they're, the, <laughs> they're in the a sun so yeah
0: i'm pretty sure it's georgia it, they're down by the atlantic where it's sunny that's all i can say um it's
2: georgia kennesaw georgia there you go there we go
0: so yeah i don't know kennesaw state great story but i think xavier's just a little too much for them they got sean miller who used to be arizona's coach okay uh texas a&m penn state that's another one of my favorite matchups of the round of 64 both teams just on fire currently they both made it to the championship game of their conference tournaments but i'm gonna ride the hotter hand of texas a&m i think they should have been seated higher like a six or a five and if you look at like the advanced metrics like bart torvik and you can like kind of Sort it to a specific time. If you look at like the beginning of 2023, they're like a top 10 team in the nation. Okay. So I just I really like how Texas a and trending, and then Texas Colgate. Texas just kind of steamrolled Kansas twice in the past week. They're they're not going to lose to Colgate. I That's don't right. Think. Yeah. And so then, how much did they climb to the
2: two seed then by winning the tournament?
0: Uh, I think they were they. Were, I thought they were solidified at the two seed, and I thought winning that could have maybe given them the chance to get the okay. one, but. They didn't make the jump, so okay. yeah. Uh, and then second round, I've got Houston, Auburn, and it's tough because Auburn gets another semi home game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Houston. They're just even bet- with the injuries. Even with the injury, I think he get. I think he's back. I think Marcus okay. Sasser. They probably sit him for the one sixteen game because it's a one sixteen, and then hopefully he's good by then. Okay. And even if he's not good by then, I still think Houston's a better team than Auburn. Auburn okay. just. They've been so lackluster to me this year, but the one thing is I love home court advantage and they kind of have that in March, okay. which is just weird. Uh then Drake, Kent State. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Kent State. Oh wow I sorry Kale, but <laughs> he snuck Drake in
2: barely anyway. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all righty. Drake had a good run, but I just I'm so high on this Kent State team. I also forgot to mention Sincere Carries, this guard that they have, and I just he's such a fun guard to watch. So I'll go Kent State to the sweet sixteen. Then I've got, what is it, uh, Pitt versus Xavier. I'm going to go Xavier. I think, again, I'm just going with the more well-rounded team. Kay. And then Texas A&M-Texas is an incredibly Ooh, fun I love matchup. It. Oh, it's an old, it. old Big 12 matchup.
1: There's a Texas lot of Texas A&M. teams in this region. Yeah, there really right is. Here.
0: you got Texas A&M, Texas, and Houston. I'm going to go Texas Kay. just because I like the way they're playing lately. Okay. And so then what do you got? You got Texas Houston. Texas is a team
1: that usually gets like upset in March yeah. Madness, right? Like they, they lose in like some That's historical sad
0: with
2: different hugges yeah. and everything yeah. else. But it's like no, recently, It is right? different. It a completely yeah. different coach now. They For fired sure. Chris Beard in December,
0: yeah. so this is the Rodney Terry show. And there you go. I like what I've seen from him. But yeah, so we got then Houston versus Kent State in the sweet sixteen. <laughs> what is this? I Houston's gonna be I think I still think Houston's too much. They they played it earlier this year and it was a good close matchup. Um, but I think Houston's too much, so I'm gonna put Houston through okay. and then Xavier, Texas. Gimme Texas. Okay. Um Ooh, Houston and then and we Texas. got a Houston, Texas matchup. Winner gets to then go to Houston for the final four. <laughs> to get Jim Nance a Houston alum on yes, the call. It's just it's the Texas fiasco. I don't know. It's it's tough. I'm I'm going to side with Texas though. I think it's a good call. I like the Texas just has so many senior guys that I really like the way they're playing. They just they play like an entire team, and so I'll, I'll lean Texas to the Final Four. And I like the
3: uncertainty it. of Sasser, I think, is it's basically two years in a row where it's like maybe if they get far enough, Houston will get Sasser back, and then if they do, then they're good enough to win it all. But without him, I don't. I just getting through that Texas team as hot as they are right now.
2: I like it. Both of us in our brackets have some pretty major upsets here, so we're predicting unpredictability in the uh, Midwest and in the East. Let's take a break on the other side. You're west. I'm I'm south. You're south. All right. Next break, we'll get to the south and hear from Superstar Dev.
3: You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DNVR. Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion. They've been doing it for 32 years, and it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. It's made with 100% renewable energy. We stand a globally conscious company. And what's great is just the variety that that they offer. You can go uh, Mountain Beach, which is our guy Jake Schwanitz's favorite. You can go with a classic Avalanche Amber Ale, Nuggets Playoffs, Michael Porter Jr., Whatever whatever you want, though, it's awesome because you can find it at the Breck Beer Locator that is on breckbrew.com. Take all the inconvenience out of beer shopping. I was telling you, there's nothing better than Breck Brew. We're also excited to partner with our friends over at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, and premium gas. Look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. I don't know. I just, I love convenience stores in general. Like, I'm not a big, have to go into a grocery store. Circle K is the best because they have all the snacks. They've got cheap coffee, but it's good. And shout out to Circle K for sponsoring DNVR. Visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds. There
1: you go. All right, Dev, take us south. So, on the south, first off, let me tell you guys, I am not a big upset guy. Oh, no. I'm not a big upset guy. Also, I go off of historical things when it comes to March Madness. If I've been burned by a team in the past before, I'm not big on them. never forget them. Oh, man. Michigan State has done me bad every single year. Guess who does not pick Michigan State? Every
3: single time. That is them, though. It's like literally it's... Out in the round of sixty-four, or they're going to or the elite eight. The this is every, every
1: single time. So, um, like, I'm a big name guy. That, that's, is that's what been it my, is? That's my thing okay. all the time. Yeah. So, when I look at this region, I look at all the big names um, I in wait. the region. Um, the number one seed is Alabama. We all know um, the Alabama story is crazy. Um, you know, like their best player, who is an NBA player, um, was just almost in jail for you know this this madness. Um, they're also going through, uh, losing a teammate that is now in jail. So, um, I think it's just crazy that they're having to go through that, but they're the best team over here. And, um, I am going to ride them to the championship. I just think that they have overcome, um, a lot with this team. So I'm, I am going to write them, um, the entire, um, way, um, Arizona, they're playing their best basketball right now. Um, they're the PAC 12 champions. Um, they're, they're a team that has like, um, you know, like ups and downs. Um, but also, like they're just very, very talented. I do think that there's going to be a one versus two, um, you know, matchup. Spoiler and alert! Yep. Yeah, just to just look at it down the road. Um, one of the <laughs> matchups that I do like is uh, San Diego State. I think that this is an intriguing five seed that actually can um, win some games. So if there is an upset um, that we're going to get to, I think that it will be with uh, San we, Diego State.
2: We all picked a five twelve so far. We are the five seeds are 0 for three so far in our predictions.
3: And this is going to be the and most like, popular 12-5 upset pick just because Charleston's the fun national story. They're good. They yep. are good, but so is the San Diego State team, man. They, yeah. they defend, and they've got 10 dudes that could start most places in the country. And
2: Orlando to Charleston is also regionally close. That's
0: what I was going It'll be say. a home game it, for That is Charleston. a far trip for San Diego State. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yep, so then just we go to, to Baylor. Um, we talk about historical. This is a team that just won the championship two years ago. So I'm not going against that. Like I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> they have can the same players, probably. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, like I, I just, should have
2: taken Duke for their history. <laughs> what I thinking? I would have.
1: I'm <laughs> just telling you what I would have done um, with this. Like I really, I, I think there's some like really good players. Like I mean, I love Brent, Brandon Miller um, in this. Also, Maryland versus West Virginia is going to be an incredible um, matchup. Um, yeah. Virginia, they're the best defensive team every single year. You don't have to know their history for that. You just know every single year they're going to be one of the best um, yeah. defensive teams. So let's, uh, let's take a look at um, like the actual uh, bracket just to see how we're going to get through this. I'm going to have my boy Will um, help me on this um, okay. just because I'm not good with any of these um, upsets. But okay. I, want to, I want to get an upset or two. Did we, already
2: get all of, are we already, did we get all of the first round, Kale, in the South?
1: With Creighton, um, I'm going to choose Creighton just because I, I love Trey Alexander. I love Trey Alexander. Oh, Trey Alexander's a fun player. Oh, Maybe man. the best starting so, five. In I the think country. that they had the best high school um, AAU team I have ever seen in my life. That <laughs> KJ Adams from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Creighton? I mean BYU's best player was on there. Jackson Robinson um, was on this team. Like they had a squad. Uh, uh, Bajan Cortez. I think he goes to Oklahoma. Um, they had a really good team, so I'm like always gonna be um on, on them. Also, they have uh McDermott's dad. So I'm I mean, I mean
2: Okay. There there you go. I'm so
1: I'm gonna go with Creighton um also on that. Uh, we also have Maryland, West Virginia, and Missouri, Utah State. So for uh Maryland, West Virginia, I'm I'll do an upset here. West Virginia, give Just me the number 19. <laughs> wow, he's so bold. <laughs> give me the number yeah. 19. I'm gonna step out yeah. on myself. This is crazy. Um <laughs> I've always been like a West Virginia guy, even in football. I really? Just, I just, I root for them. That's really Shout strange Shout out Morgantown. To yeah, yeah. Old pit snuggle. Um, what, what are we missing? Give me another. A, 7-10 matchup. I'm going to go with the seven team. We're not giving all upsets here. We're, <laughs> what upset? <laughs> we're, the we're going to go Missouri. I love Missouri that. has a Colorado guy, I want to say. Ronnie DeGray um, is at Missouri. Kay. Or he was. So you got to stick with him. if he plays anymore. But, yeah, that's that's my Missouri uh, connection. So you got ties, yeah. Yeah, so that's my tie. So I'm going to go with the seven. Um, seven
3: there. All right. Utah State, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. Just talking oh. out there.
1: Every single year, the the, the three-point team, uh, they always do make a run. Wofford is like the last time Mm -hmm.
3: that I could think of a a three-point
1: team. I'm going to go against them. (laughs) Just don't don't think that it's going to last year. All right, Um, round two. Alabama, Virginia, West Virginia? Yeah, Alabama's going to win this. I am riding them the entire (laughs) way, really, honestly. I think that that's – they have the best player, so – they're gonna win that. Um, we go down to uh, what is it, San Diego State or? Virginia. Oh, we got no, we got Charleston. We got that upset, right? Okay. Is that what you want? Is that what he picked? Did he pick Charleston on that one, Kale? Uh, yeah. Yep. So Charleston and Virginia.
0: Ooh.
1: We're gonna go with Charleston again. Well, Let's ride. ride. Let's, I ride. ride Charleston. <laughs> Let's ride Charleston. All right. We
2: <laughs> do we have three 12 seats? Twelve <laughs> seeds are going to be winning. Sweet Sixteen. It's I, going to be the no, year I of the put, twelve. I put a thirteen. Oh, the sweet you put 16. 13. Yeah, your
1: twelve gets upset. I All mean, right. Tom Brady retired, so we got to ride with twelve oh, like no. this year. Like oh, it's just ruined the ruined year the of twelve, you ruined man. It. You ruined oh, my it. bad, my bad, my <laughs> bad. Um, who? Do, what do we have up next? Craig Baylor. Crayden. Ba- <sighs> Baylor was good those years back. Remember, they were they were they were <laughs> champs two were champs, years ago, man. We're gonna go with Baylor on this <laughs> one. We're gonna go with Baylor. They
0: got incredible guards too, so they're a really fun team to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, Baylor's going to be it. What do we have next? Arizona. 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 We're going to go with Arizona, the number two team. Um, Missouri I only got from Ronnie DeGray. I don't know if they're actually good. Okay, there you go. I like it. All right, what's next? (laughs) Alabama, Charleston. Alabama in a landslide. It's going to be a blowout. (laughs) I like that you made. You set it up so it was easy when you got to this stage. Oh, this is a blowout of here. (laughs) Uh, And then you've got Baylor, Arizona. Ooh. Baylor, Arizona. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go to Arizona. I think that it's going to be a one-two uh, matchup. Okay. Um, and then where do you go? And then I'm going to go Alabama. <laughs> I'm riding them the entire way. I already said that multiple times. Like, it's good. This, is like, um, this is like out of like a 50 cent. I don't, you, you guys know 50 oh, cent, Oh, of course, right? man. Yeah, 50 cent. Guy. So uh, the, the show I watch is Power. They always yeah. have some crazy story. Like, they don't know how the best player is like – Living a double life, okay. he just dec- decides to get it done um, on the court, and then everything is all eyes on him. So I think that this is going to be the same thing with Brandon Miller. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> all right. I mean, he Man. did,
2: he did a drop tough like prediction. 40. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> he's really good, though. Yeah. He like
3: when in the midst of all of this chaos, like he did come out on the road and play his best game of the season. Like he's he seems to have kind of been able to com- compartmentalize this whole thing and like just kind of focus and. Honestly, as much as it may rub some people the wrong way, like under Nate Oates, like Alabama is kind of the perfect villain situation where they're kind of just like, we're really good and we don't really care that the rest of the country doesn't want us to win because we're going to win anyways. (laughs) I think it helps
0: that their football team also just has pissed people off for like over a decade (laughs) now. Right. So
2: there you go. All right. You have nine minutes to run through the West, Justin.
3: Which is unfortunate because it's the best region of the tournament. But we've got Kansas, the who probably got snubbed and should have gone to the Midwest and basically gotten home games, but instead is going to be taking on Howard. We're not we're not picking the 16 seed here. Kansas okay. just too good. Um, Arkansas Illinois eight nine is really interesting because talent wise, both of these teams probably on par with anybody in this in this tournament. They're also as inconsistent as it gets. Neither team very uh, efficient, especially from three. It's one of those like. If Mayer gets hot from deep for Illinois, you could see it. If Arkansas is playing up-tempo, you could see them getting hot. I lean Arkansas just because I have a hard time trusting Illinois at this time. Um, that said, Arkansas really kind of stumbled. I think they've lost six of nine. They've lost three straight overall. Okay. Not hot going in. Um, 5-12 is a really intriguing game. Between oh, man, can you do this?
2: Can we go three for three or four for four?
3: It could happen. I mean, VCU over St. Mary's is certainly possible. Defensively, they're great. They've won nine straight, one of the hottest teams in the country. I got to roll with the Gales, though. I got to go the five seed in St. Mary's, I think, under Randy Bennett. They're just just—they're too solid both ways. They shoot the ball well. They defend like crazy. You know what
2: this is? This is a classic. You said CSU beat them.
3: They did. It so was this, their only good win. Yeah, this is the <laughs> classic. They're going all the way, and
2: CSU should have won to make the whole CSU thing. Yeah, look good. The whole thing. I'm just. Messing uh, with
3: they're me. 11th in Kempom, So the metrics. Oh wow. Um, UConn four versus Iona 13. This might be the most intriguing game just in terms of head coaches. You've got Danny Hurley versus Slick Rick Patino. Um, Iona better than they would normally be under these circumstances, but UConn is really good. They're top 20 in defensive and offensive efficiency there's and rebound rate. <laughs> I just have a hard time seeing Iona get through them as much as I like Rick Patino. Marches about players more than coaches, in my opinion. Ooh. Um feels
2: like a hot take.
3: TCU six seed. I, I like them getting through whoever makes it out of that ASU Nevada. I will say Nevada has the offense to kind of get hot and make things interesting. They did not close the season well defensively. They worry me a little bit. And TCU just They just play a million miles an hour. Like Basically, their entire offense is just dunks and getting fouled, and that's fine. It works out really well for them, but they play really hard, and I think they're really dangerous, so I'm going with TCU there. Okay. Finally, we've got Gonzaga versus GCU. This game will be in Denver. I will be at that one looking forward to it. Gonzaga, one of the best offenses in the country. You have an experience big in Drew Timmy. They've been there before defensively they looked really good in the wcc tournament this season though they have not really been solid defensively and that makes me nervous Uh, i i think they should win even against a hot shooting gcu team who could definitely make things interesting but uh, i'll go with gonzaga um upset uh, i'm gonna go with boise state the 10 over northwestern is your first upset uh it might be i think it is all right might be seven seven ten I actually watch college basketball, though. <laughs> um, Boise State, you know, they're just really complete with Tyson Degenhart. I it's kind of like a point forward. They've also got a nice little combo with Marcus Shaver they can get going. Max Rice, Coach's son, when he gets hot from deep, they're really hard to beat. They're much more uh, stout defensively than I expected. And I just have a hard time seeing Northwestern score with this Boise State team, especially when they get going. I'm going with the Broncos. UNC Asheville, I'm not going to take the 15 seed to upset the two – UCLA might struggle with them just a little bit. They're a really tough team. They added some transfers. They've got good length. And UCLA is kind of a weird team where they almost always start slow. Like every game at halftime is going to be kind of tight. It wouldn't surprise me even if it's just like a two, three-point game, and then you live bet UCLA and you get that value and they pull out in the second half. But, um, yeah, I I like the Bruins, but just watch it. It it could be a really fun game with Asheville.
0: Yeah, I think UNC Asheville could be this year's St. Peter's if you're trying to look for a St. Peter's. Because UCLA also just potentially lost to Dembona, their star big man. And UNC Asheville has Big South Conference player of the year, Drew Pember, who if a is out, Drew Pember could kind of exploit that. And he could be the guy that makes the upset happen. We're just
3: saying. We see it. We see that. that we We're see not it. We calling should, it. We're not calling it, but, but it could happen. I mean, UCLA, they're already missing guys. Plus, you know, Jalen Clark's not going to be out there. It's going to be interesting. Um all right, let's keep it moving though. I got Kansas advancing past Arkansas. I just think Kansas is too good. I mean, y- you worry a little bit about them not hitting the threes, but they've got more Q one wins than anybody in the country defensively, they're really locked in. Love yep. Jalen Wilson. Um I've got St. Mary's upsetting Yukon as a five seed going to the sweet sixteen. I I, I struggle with it. I might change that by the time it comes around (laughs) just because I like – I just mentioned all the metrics that I love with UConn. I think they're just a really complete team. I just think the St. Mary's team is tough as hell. They allow like 60 points a game, and it's the type of – as long as they're controlling the pace, they're going to be in any game, and I like that. I've got TCU upsetting Gonzaga as a six seed going on. I really like Gonzaga offensively, and if you know Timmy gets going, who knows – I just have a hard time seeing them slow down this fast paced TCU offense. And I think they could get bullied a little bit, which has kind of been the problem for Gonzaga in these big matchups. I'm not a Gonzaga hater, not one of those guys, but I just think it's kind of a tough draw for them, especially this year. They're not quite as athletic as some of those Gonzaga teams from a couple years ago. Um, I've got UCLA beating Boise state, but again, Boise state as a 10 seed is a team. I really do think could make a run. I just think UCLA so long as they're whole, With Tiger Campbell and some of these guys, I just think they have enough experience to kind of get through here, get to that next matchup. Um, I've got Kansas moving past St. Mary's, all the points I already talked about. I've got UCLA beating TCU, and then I've got Kansas advancing past UCLA to get to the title game.
2: Does Kansas have an easy route of what you just went through? I mean, they'd play basically the top seeds they would face would be St. Mary's and UCLA.
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's somewhat favorable. The... If you're Kansas, you're just worried about, like, a team getting really hot from deep, basically, and them not being hot that day. That's really the only way that they've, they've lost, other than when TCU came into Allen Fieldhouse and then pretty much just bullied them. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty favorable for Kansas. Historically, that's kind of when they choke. If you <laughs> want to go the, like, the route of, like, when it feels good for Kansas, yeah. it's usually not. Oh, No.
2: All right, I like it. So our brackets, we have some, I would say, on the safer side, some on the wilder side. Let's get to our final four here, uh, and I'll let the pros – I'm going to sit this one out, let the pros handle it. So Alabama and Kansas State, if this were to be a matchup, I'll go to you first, Will. How would you see this matchup playing
0: out? I, like Dev was saying, it's Brandon Miller. I just – I think they've got too much on this Alabama team. Alabama plays they like to play quick. They like to just shoot a ton of threes, and I think if they're already in the Final Four, they've just kind of gotten into a groove, and I, I don't see Kansas State being the team to stop them, so I'd go Alabama to the National Championship.
3: What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I think he's spot on. I mean, K-State is a top-20 team in terms of defensive efficiency, so it's it's not like they're a poor defensive team, but this this Alabama team with just the pace that they play at, it's relentless, and... Kansas State does not have anybody remotely as talented as Brandon Miller. And ultimately, like he's the best player in, in this tournament by a wide, wide
1: mark. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to with all of these teams. Do you have a guy that can stop Brandon Miller? The answer is typically no. Um, unless you're Virginia, Virginia, they're like the only team that...
3: And they um, might not have the offense to get out of the first exactly. round. So it's it's just um, a really weird spot. Especially
1: with um your best player being on a team that plays free, that plays loose, that gets out and runs. Even if you do have a guy that could slow him, I mean, that could stop him. Now the other guys are getting loose. You can't double team a, a squad um, that has an NBA caliber player right now that also other guys are able to contribute. So that's why I like that one.
3: And even when you do stop him, he gets a ton of offensive rebounds. He follows his own shots. Like they're just a really tiring team to play.
2: We go to the other side. We get Kansas versus Texas, a classic throwback Big 12 matchup. Where do you go there, Justin?
3: I mean, we've seen them play three times this year. I think Texas took two out of the three. Um, Do they kind of own them? Is that matchup? It's It's just been, yeah. I mean, the Big 12 was so deep this year, they all just kind of cannibalized each other. Like, everybody won at home. Everybody <laughs> lost on the road. When Kansas is playing its best basketball, I think they're the better team in this matchup. I just think they're deeper. They have the experience. I really love what they bring to the table defensively. Texas is really hot, though, right now. And playing under Rodney Terry, I mean, they beat him pretty convincingly in the Big 12 title game.
0: Well, there you go. What do you think, Will? It's tough because, yeah, Texas, it'd be easy to pick Texas just because they've rolled Kansas by, like, 20 or more twice the past week. But I just, I do trust Rodney Terry to get to the Final Four, but once all the bright lights are on, it's Rodney Terry versus Bill Self. It's tough to not side with Bill Self, especially because Bill Self didn't coach this Past game where they got beat by Texas, right. he was in yeah, the hospital. So, right. but he's out of the hospital, so he should be good to coach for March Madness. I think I lean Kansas, uh, just with the experience. Um, but it, it's a total coin flip because those teams have matched up so well. And the
3: familiarity, year. you know, like there there would be no secrets in that game.
2: Well, what do you know, guys? Two number one seeds in the finals. Man, we went so bold. Uh, Alabama <laughs> and Kansas. Um, Debbie, you want to take a first stab at this one?
1: Yeah. Um, Alabama. I don't think that Kansas is going to make it this far. So I think okay. that's why it makes it a, a little bit tough um, with the Kansas squad, though. I do like um, I do. I like Grady Dick. I, I really like um, their, their best players. What, Caleb Wilson, Wilson, Jalen Wilson. Jalen Wilson. I like Wilson. Um, I like how I think he's an NBA player right now as well. Um, I think that they have a really like deep group. Um, my favorite player on that squad is DeWan Harris Jr. I just think that he brings um, He's a, uh, a high IQ um, guard that has a dog. He really is getting after it every single time. Um, but I just don't think that they have enough to score with these other teams. Um, when things don't go well for them, um, they're not able to adjust. So I, I don't. I think they're going to lose earlier, which makes it easy for, for me to choose against them.
2: Alabama, I mean, do they feel like heavy favorites?
0: I wouldn't say heavy favorites, but this – this year's been so up and down no teams really like stuck out all that much and i think just with the adversity that alabama's kind of faced down this final stretch with all the whole Bren miller situation how they've just they've still kind of dominated throughout it it's tough to just not side with them and mm. think that they won't show up in the biggest of moments so i i think i also lean alabama over kansas
3: I'll go with the Jayhawks. Why not? That's uh, We can't have a consensus. That's not any fun. <laughs> um, I mean, I yeah, I think that Dev's points are spot on with Kansas. They have struggled to adjust offensively. I think Grady Dick being like a 12 to 20 point a night game or per game will be really huge for them. If he's not hitting threes, they're probably in trouble. And we saw when they struggled, you know, against Texas and some of those big 12 matchups, it was because teams were able to limit him. If he gets going and the offense gets flowing, I think Kansas could bring it. But as they mentioned, I mean, Bama's just been a machine, and they're playing their best ball in spite of some unique circumstances. We'll just say it that way.
2: I was going to go Kansas as well, which now puts us gridlocked, which you know what that means. We have to go to Super Producer Kale to pick our bracket winner? Oh, my God, what power. (laughs) Kale says Alabama, no hesitation. It looks like Alabama is our collective winner.
1: This is weird, filling out a bracket with four people. You know what? I think it's a lot better. Like, I think I'm going (laughs) to do much better this year when I run it back uh, and just hear things out. Because, like, usually I just, I guess, blindly. I'm just going, just going every single time. Like, "Ah, I'm stuck on this one. Who has a better seed? I'll choose them. I'm feeling really
2: good about the South and the East. These guys over here, I feel like they,
0: you know... (laughs)
2: They didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> I feel like we <laughs> brought the expertise. Hey, it's
0: not called March calmness. That's you got to you go. you pick the upsets. It's like
3: fantasy football. The, yeah. Your wife will probably win the league yeah. who didn't watch the game. And if yeah. you spend four hours trying to fill out your lineup, you're going to come in dead last.
2: My wife watched way more than I did this year. Um, guys, honestly, the bracket's fun. It's the one part of monoculture in sports where everybody participates and we want you to participate with us. Kale, throw it back on the board there. Run your pool. Link will be in the description of the show, both in podcast form and on YouTube. Uh, Come play with us. You think our bracket is crazy? Prove it by signing up to try to beat us in the Run the Pool Bracket Challenge. Thanks, everybody. Hit the like button on the way out. See you guys next time.